0: Do with my hands. Hey, welcome to <laughs> Fuck I literally now, whenever I go to say it, I just hear dumb. Hey, welcome to my podcast. We're gonna let this run. So welcome to uh the Path of Control Podcast. Episode 26. Mm-hmm. Uh pre-anime Boston slash Splatoon 2. Splash We talked about Splatoon 2 for like five minutes. I was watching the timer, it was much longer than five minutes. We
1: we talked about The logistics of hosting conventions. You know,
0: it's important to some people, Mike. You keep telling yourself that. It is. So this is episode 26. Uh, We are recording this before we go to Anime Boston this weekend. So there's a lot of convention talk about all of the Massachusetts conventions that we attend. And uh, yeah, (laughs) splash on some Splatoon stuff and a few other things. So enjoy... This week's episode, episode 26. And as always, you can check out our website at www.ptcgaming.com. You can follow us on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller and on Twitter at pass controller. Mike, you gotta plug anything? Nah. Alright, enjoy this week's episode
1: 26.
0: Looking at a fucking website. Mike, I just just started recently using Chrome over Safari. Fucking okay. sue me.
1: It's, yeah, but it's not like you're going from, you know, using a bicycle to an 18-wheeler.
0: Uh, <laughs> are those normal things that, like, correlate?
1: They're both vehicles. However, they're so vastly different that it's not, like, an easy transition. Whereas Google Chrome Safari is, like, going from one standard sedan to another fucking sedan.
0: Well, I drive fucking a coupe hatchback with a secret third door.
1: Okay, that's on you for driving a fucking shit wagon.
0: <laughs> it is a shit wagon. I mean, it's not. It's a nice car. I just fucking hate it. But that's another podcast for you know Jalopnik or something. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm apparently an idiot. Well, it's not news to anybody, but this is, yeah, <laughs> uh, well known fact. So. We're over here looking up the schedule to Anime Boston, since it's... Why are you it's... still using your phone? That's What do you mean? We're we going to pull it up on here? We're going to make too much noise on the on the podcast. It's going to be all clicks and... Let's and... just... We can get close, and I won't touch you. I'm not going to touch you. i mean, just fucking use this. <laughs> Mike just unzippered my pants. Okay. I have, very quiet, I have very quiet zippers. That's why no one heard he, it. He has very quiet zippers, but apparently the keyboard... Too much. <laughs> well, I mean, spoiler alert. The zippers are or non-existing because I'm wearing sweatpants and now I'm in my underwear. Mike, Jesus, you're quick. What's okay. <laughs> happening? You know, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mike uh, getting on his knees, not leaving. So we're looking at the schedule here for Anime Boston to see what, uh, what's p- this schedule is even, fu- is this on guidebook? Why are we doing it this way? It's gotta um, be on guidebook. It could be. Well, I think it was l- it was, it was before. before, yeah. Yeah, I
1: think they started doing that recently
0: cuz this is just fucking whoever took the time to make this spreadsheet it doesn't even make any sense. It's perfect Wait, sense. They also have things going on in the Sheridan as well? They always have Yeah, they have, the couple, they have a couple. They have a couple things happening with the bottom floor of the Sheridan. Oh, uh, I guess yeah, we did go to a Pokémon thing in the Sheridan one time. Yep. I always forget cuz it's like just that you can walk right to it. Yeah. Interesting. The Heinz isn't that small. The Heinz is pretty big. Why don't they just fucking... Never mind. I don't know. We don't have the answer. I don't know why I'm going to ask, but I'm going to ask anyway, actually. I don't fucking care. Why don't they just do it at BCEC? I don't think it's that big. Or maybe it's a money
1: thing. Maybe they just don't make that much money. I don't know. It's it's the same question we asked
0: every year at Boston Comic Con. Like, why don't you guys just do it over here? Because this place is a fucking... Well, I always felt like they didn't move Boston Comic Con because Boston Comic Con is kind of shitty. Well, not shitty, but like... But is it it's shitty like, because it's small, or is it small because it's shitty? I, my opinion, I don't like I don't like trashing Boston Comic-Con. It's no, like I a don't... Decent... Well, no, it, and it's gotten a lot better. Fair? Yeah. But, I mean, if you compare it to other Comic-Cons, mm-hmm. it's small. It's small, but I guess,
1: my question is, is it small, and then they decided, okay, because it's small, we're just gonna put it here or could they have if they had the opportunity to use more space they could have made it a better experience
0: well a couple things one we'll find out this year yes if it was you know shitty because it was small or small because it was shitty <laughs> because they're going to move to the Boston Convention Center which for those of you who aren't aware uh you know i i believe that the BCEC is bigger than the Heinz. i'm pretty sure it is it, the Heinz Convention Center is in the Prudential Center in downtown Boston in the in the Back Bay. Uh, yeah, Back Bay. I,
1: I couldn't tell you in terms of size. I just know that when I looked at it, when we had the opportunity to actually look at the exposition hall, when like no one was there besides like the actual booths and everything, mm-hmm. you could you could really see the size. of it. Like, you could. I could picture a plane actually landing yeah. in that. Area. No,
0: I'll say this: the the BCEC is definitely bigger than the Heinz, mm-hmm. especially from being on the floor when no one else is down there. The the building itself is bigger. If there's more or less convention rooms, like panel rooms, yeah, I still think the BCeC has more. I mean, we can easily agree that the World Trade Center, which is where Boston Com, excuse me, Boston Comic has been so far, Tiny. is the smallest. Uh, the Heinz is you know is a decent size. It's just and it's not- like a
1: regular old, yeah, it's a regular old convention center. It's got a bunch of halls. It's got like a, which not, one? I mean. Uh, the Heinz. It's got like it. I think it has the more. The Heinz is room. still great.
0: I think it has more rooms for the. I don't know if it does. I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just curious now if which one is bigger. I mean, space wise, like square foot wise, mm-hmm. B C E C is probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, in terms of like you know what is inside populating that space. I don't know. But I'm curious now to see which one has actual each, more rooms. It, no, the BCEC has got to have more rooms because if the Heinz was bigger, they definitely wouldn't need to put shit in the Sheraton. You know what I mean?
1: It could be. I feel like each each floor probably had um, 10 to 12 regular rooms where they'd either have a panel or they're playing a movie. Uh, anime? at Yeah, for Anime Boston. So that's 30 floors of that. <laughs> Plus the... Exposition Hall, where uh, you could buy stuff. Plus the artist dealer's room. Plus... You know what? the yeah. The big video game room. Plus the actual area where they have the concerts and stuff.
0: Hmm. Maybe the Heinz is bigger. I don't know if
1: it's bigger. I'm just saying, like, I feel like they... They, they have more stuff doing, crammed into the space. They're doing more things in in rooms. Like, a bunch of different smaller things. Whereas, the BCEC... They've got, they have less rooms, but those rooms have more space where they do less things.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can see that. So,
1: Anime Boston would, like, they could use all that space, because Anime Boston's more about the panels.
0: Yeah, it really is. Or panels watching
1: things. So, like, they don't have enough room to do,
0: to separate them like that. At the Heinz. See, it'll be really interesting. I I haven't really looked too much yet into the schedule for Boston Comic Con. I also don't know what's really announced. I think what is only really announced at this point is, like, the guests. Which are, this year, is, like, you know, fucking big-time guests. Like, we get, you know, uh, Stanley,
1: Mm -hmm. which is the headliner. He was was there
0: before. Um, Which does show you that, you know, for some, whatever it is, there is a factor you know that Boston Comic Con was doing right in order to get fucking Stanley the first time yeah um you know and the year before or the year after I can't remember they had Shatner was yeah, the big guest one Shatner
1: year. was Shatner was there
0: I don't know who the big guest was the year I think the big guest I think I think last year was Shatner I think the year before was Stan Lee and then I think years before that the big guests were like artists I think McFarlane was one one year. Uh, I think Stephen King's son was one of the big ones one year. I know Joe Hill was there a few times. So I don't remember him ever being the big guest. Um, but I, th- I feel like that's what Boston Comic Con has, like, in years past, centered around, like, the important guests are, like, the artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe, like, is Joe Hill Stephen King's son? Yes. So maybe Joe Hill isn't, like, the main guest, but it's, like, you got Joe Hill and you got, um fucking what's his name because one year <clears throat> the guy that did not Sin City um fuck maybe it was Sin City no uh, fuck oh it's gonna drive me insane who did Hush
1: like the comic book yeah yeah
0: uh Snyder I think maybe it was Snyder yeah oh no, no no that's probably not right but Snyder's currently or at least was at one point recently like within a year or two was doing one of the new 52's for Batman yes. right Okay, Snyder was definitely there. I believe the same year Joe Hill was. He was. That was the other
1: <coughs> me, you, Todd, and Amanda. Yeah,
0: because Todd wanted to meet Joe Hill. Yeah. Or Snyder, or one. Of, he wanted he went, to meet one of them, I and they didn't w- show up. So it must oh, been yeah, Joe Hill.
1: One of them wasn't around. I think Joe Hill like was <coughs> never at his. Yeah, goal. Todd
0: got like a ticket. Like uh, he like waited in line and got whatever they were handing out to meet him, and he never fucking showed up. Fuck you, Joe Hill. And fuck you, Todd. You never show up here either. Yeah. Though. Off the air, I got some news about that. Got some big. If it's be- about Todd. I don't really care about the news at all. I don't really <laughs> care about Todd. <laughs> well, the, April's gonna have some changes. Some 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 things are gonna go down. We're gonna have our first guests. Mm-hmm. On the show, we're gonna have uh some some different some little mix ups. It's gonna be great. We're gonna uh, we'll talk about it off the Ooh, a classic a classic Brennan mix ups. Classic Brennan mix ups. What's that from? Oh it's from New, New Girl. Okay. Was it classic <laughs> Winston mix up?
1: <laughs> classic C C C and Winston mess-arounds.
0: Yes, in this situation I'm I'm both characters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because no one else fucking cares. <laughs> um Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see Boston Comic Con in a bigger venue this year I mean I would love Boston Comic Con to become I mean it, the city itself has the right population of people mm-hmm. that want this type of thing you know what I mean yeah like it has PAX it has Anime Boston I mean as far as PAX is concerned it's the biggest gaming expo on the east coast yep Anime Boston is probably top four
1: uh... Yeah, Anime Next is probably huge. I think there's another one.
0: Is Anime Next New York? Because there's a like, big one in New York.
1: It's... Anime Next is, like, in New York or New Jersey, and there's one that's in Maryland, but I forget what that one's called yeah. offhand.
0: There's definitely some big, big-time Anime Expos on the East. I don't think yeah. Anime Boston is the top. It's not the but top. I think they might be top five-ish.
1: Uh, top four, m- top five. Maybe. maybe.
0: Yeah. I don't, I debatable. Used,
1: I used to know this kind of stuff.
0: Debatable, but it, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know... Obviously, people from out of state come to these conventions, but I would have to, you know, arguably part of the reason why some of these events take place in specific cities is because there's enough of, you know, not the one sole reason, but there's enough of a population of people who would go to that anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, they factor in, you know, the price. And they factor in the the convention space, and they factor in all of these things. You know what I mean? Mm. Obviously, those all play a factor, but I do think it's also, yeah, it's gonna be around a major city. You know, New York Comic Con. You know, San Diego Comic Con. PAX Prime is in Seattle. PAX West, I mean, PAX West. PAX South is in fucking Texas. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are major cities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously that's a factor But you know again I think we have a Big enough population Of people in Massachusetts That Or just all of New England That care enough about this shit For Boston Comic Con To justifiably Continue to grow Which I think we've seen Exponentially in the past couple of years You know It went from being This smaller venue Very small Like if you compare For those of you who aren't aware Of you know <clears throat> If you're not If you're listening to this podcast and you're not from Massachusetts or you've never been to any of the Massachusetts cons, you know, the Heinz and BCEC are rather large convention centers and the World Trade Center is a very small convention center. Um, So small, so small. And it's so funny too because the the World Trade Center is a five-minute walk from the BCEC that just overshadows it. Um, But it's it's really interesting and cool to see this progression over time. And I really do want it to become a one of the bigger Comic-Cons. Yeah. Like, you know, San Diego, obviously, they it, it has that whole pop culture, you know, movie aspect where they get, like, exclusive trailers and, you know, really cool panels and shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think New York Comic-Con has a little bit of it. Not a lot, but a little bit.
1: Enough that
0: it's... Enough it's, that it's a top-tier. It's, it's It's a top-tier fucking con. I think... That both of those also always have... I, I feel like I always see it more in the New York one. I don't know if that's true or not, if it's actually true. But I feel like I just see more about it from the New York one. And it might just be because most of the news coming out of San Diego is like... New trailer! This! That! Announcement! Um, but the New York one, I feel like I see a lot more like toy announcements. Like yeah. cool limited figures and stuff like that. Which those still happen at San Diego. Mm-hmm. But I think I... It's because of the announcement differential. Um, but, I mean, it would be nice to see that stuff come to Boston. You know? Even if it's just, like, one thing. You know what I mean? Like, one cool, exclusive thing that can be like, yeah, this is the first time someone's seeing this. The first time, whatever. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that moving it to the BCEC gives it that little, hey, this is becoming a more big-time con. A bigger deal. Yeah. Um and in years past and it will probably still be this way and this will probably be what the show floor is like for PAX mm-hmm. the show floor will probably be mostly artists and vendors mm-hmm. I would have to imagine I don't know what else the fuck they would put down there
1: yeah yeah in my mind because mm, I could like the at the Trade center where Boston Comic Con has been in the years past. I feel like everything that we normally see could fit two, three, four times...
0: Onto the show floor. Onto the show floor. That's what I'm saying. So
1: I don't know how they plan to pad it out. So, I, like I've told you before, I went to Rhode Island Comic Con, and, and Rhode Island Comic Con is in the... I think it's called the Dunkin' Donuts Center or something. And it's, it's a venue that's not as big as uh B C E C, but is probably more comparable. It's actually weird because it's actually two buildings that's connected by like a a sky bridge. Um, really? Yeah, hmm. I was told a lot more about it and then I forgot all the information. But um, I guess my point is like it's a it's a bigger venue, and I imagine Boston Comic Con will end up scaling up the same way, where the. The floor itself would be mostly vendors and then you could hit up different panels in all the different rooms. Um, hmm.
0: I mean, you said it right the first time, which was Boston Comic-Cons of the past, you could fit 17 of them at packs, you know what I mean? So you have to think that, you know, obviously the people behind Boston Comic-Con want this to be a success and they want it to be a big deal and they've got some of the pieces in play you know a couple of big guests Mm -hmm. you know some smaller you know actors from you know comic book fucking shows and shit I haven't really looked at the fucking guest list to be honest have you? yeah so fucking say who's on it because I don't know
1: um let's see offhand I'm pretty sure um I'm pretty sure uh Jason, Jason Mewes, and or Kevin Smith will be there. Didn't I say that already? Did I not say? That? You said Stanley, and then you said somebody else, but I don't remember who you said the other person was.
0: Did I not say that? Oh, I, in my brain, my I was going like, yeah, Stanley's like the big guest, and then I I thought I said. that. I think you, maybe I didn't say I their names.
1: You, I think you blanked out. I we could. We get listen to well. You're gonna listen to this. Later. I'll listen to it again.
0: Okay. So I guess tomorrow I'll find yeah, out. You'll find out because I'm a fucking weirdo.
1: Um, a bunch of people from like the Arrow verse. Yeah, himself. I mean, I figured. I'm
0: sure there will be someone from Doctor Who there. Someone I think there Doctor is. Who is, yeah. is there, there I was. Think Matt I feel is there. There's someone from Doctor Who every year.
1: Um, there was some. Other, oh, Felicia, Felicia Day is gonna be there. I'm so excited. Oh, to I see did her. see
0: that actually. So I wonder her? if Matt Meyer is gonna show up. Is she there for mystery science or is it something else? Um, and you're talking about Jonah Hill, by the way. I'm not talking about. I did say Matt Meyer, yeah. and you said Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Both the wrong people. Jonah Ray, a friend of the show. <laughs> Shout out to Jonah. Yeah. Matt Mariah is also a Boston local, so yeah. he may also be there. Yeah. <laughs> but we're idiots. Yeah. So, yes, is she going to be there for Mystery Science?
1: Uh, probably. Either that or she's just showing up to be like, hey, this is my baby.
0: I did see that she was going to be there. She was a more recent announcement, I feel like. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean they they got that piece down where it's like we're gonna get some people there like there needs to be fucking people there like again the venue is so much larger like they have to find something to fill it with mm-hmm. and find a need for people to be there cause it the attendance difference from that to this has got to be like you know I, I don't if I had to guess how many people could fit inside the World Trade Center for a convention at one time it can't be more than 25,000 people. It can't. No way. Because PACs, I'm pretty sure and I tried looking this up when we were doing some post and pre PAX stuff but Panerica doesn't release the attendance numbers anymore for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. I'm sure there's a you know, a reason that makes sense but I want to say that from numbers that they have actually released in the past, when it was at the Heinz, it was, like, over 50,000. Like, and that's the Heinz. Which, again, is not, you know, so much smaller size-wise, but you have to imagine that PAX East is a venue that sells out, BCEC is fucking humongous. Yeah, It's gotta be at least fifty to 70,000. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you're talking about tripling the fucking number of people that have gone to previous Boston Comic Cons and we know it doesn't sell out because there's been fucking years where we've bought tickets that day Yeah, you know what I mean
1: there have been days I'm trying to remember if there was ever a time where it had sold out on us but I don't remember I feel like most For, of the time
0: I, and again I don't think Anime Boston ever sells out either
1: I think Anime Boston might have... in the past in the maybe? past. I don't know because Anime Boston is one of those ones where I typically would get my badge like months in advance yeah. I don't even think about it. it's you guys that I'm like alright you guys gonna try and get in or what
0: but any year that I've tried to go... I've never had a pro- I've never been able to not get in.
1: Hmm. Alright, so they don't sell out. Although they... Yeah,
0: that. It's, it's so weird, though, too. Because, again, like... Boston Comic Con. I feel like it's like a... It's a weird venue. Like, you go in... You know... You hang around, dig around... And, like, you leave. And, like... Then maybe you go back. Hmm. Where, like, packs, I fucking want to live in there. Like, I don't want to leave... Like, you leave the show floor to go to a fucking panel. Like, you know what I mean? There's you, It's a whole ecosystem. Mm-hmm. You can leave, and we, you know, we stepped out for a few times, and go, go to Lap Boston and grab lunch and play arcade games, you know. We didn't really go back to the hotel room during the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm just a weird, you know, specific breed where I don't want to leave the fucking show because I wait all year for this. But same with Anime Boston. Like, you're in and out of the show constantly, you know what I mean? Whether it's you going from the Heinz to the Sheraton to go to a different panel or something or leaving to get lunch, or whatever, there's, like, a lot of traffic coming in and out.
1: Yeah, um, I think part of that is just the nature of what each of those things are doing. PAX is a video game convention, predominantly. Therefore, people are going there to play video games, which means, you know, you can go in there and hang out and. In- play video games like that's going to occupy your time
0: whereas with yeah but anime boston like anime they boston. have those rooms set up for you to not leave you know what I mean like yeah. they have like plenty of panels going they got the vendor room mm-hmm. it, the same thing with PAX like the show floor closes at you know 6 or whatever 6 7 o'clock the vendor fucking floor art, artist hall artist alley whatever the fuck they call it mm-hmm. closes you know same thing open yeah. from blah 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 and the show goes on yeah I don't know. It's something about packs. I just don't want to fucking leave the leave the show. So I, again, like Boston Comic Con, I feel like they're gonna need to find a reason to keep you there. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I it it's just such a this is I did not expect this podcast to be about the logistics and hopes and wants for fucking conventions.
1: Yeah. Great job with that.
0: Hey, it's interesting. Some some will find it interesting.
1: I feel bad for that
0: person. Mike, there are fucking people that listen.
1: I, I, listen, I'm just saying, <laughs> I feel bad for that... Even if you have multiple people listening, there may be one person who's interested in the logistics, and I feel bad for that person.
0: You feel bad that that's what they're interested in? Yeah. <laughs> we're the ones having the conversation about it. Yeah, and I feel th-
1: bad for us. And
0: not just having the conversation, we're fucking taking the time to record it.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a, a cascade of mistakes just going down. Yeah,
0: but... Everything we do is a mistake.
1: I know. I'm a mistake.
0: Yeah, I've been told mm. about myself, not about you. Until just now. Yeah, just now. When yeah. you told me. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think you're a mistake. Cool. I do think you look fucking smoking in those pants, though.
1: <laughs> See? Another mistake. I'm gonna make the <laughs> one good decision mistake. here. I'm gonna go home. No,
0: Mike, I'm just saying, like, they're fucking dope fucking pants. You are not the first person to tell me about these. Alright, so what the thing. fuck? Why am I a fucking criminal? Why am I? Let's say you're a criminal. I'm trying to get in your pants. I'm. There's plenty of space here. Okay. you You gonna argue? There's not a lot of space here. No. Nope. No one never said that. All right. I'm just saying. All right. I keep moving my phone, but not to I like, get closer to you. I don't know why. I feel like it's gonna fall off, but it's not. Great. Now you. lost <laughs> Now no, it's in the coach. Um. I'm just saying. Those are fucking dope pants.
1: Yeah. They are.
0: I'm not hitting on you on the show. I'm hitting. On But I'm also not hitting on you. They're just dope pants.
1: Made us all very uncomfortable.
0: It makes me want to go buy new pants.
1: Well, maybe you should.
0: I I might, because they're fucking dope.
1: Great pants.
0: And they're fucking. (laughs) Tina's must stretchy. Yeah,
1: must stretchy. Stretchy jeans.
0: Alright, let's fucking pivot off of convention talk here for a little bit. I mean, it's relevant that we talked about it. We're going to Anime Boston this weekend. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's relevant to conversation. Um. Oh, it's because we were looking at the goddamn fucking mm-hmm. schedule that we never even fucking actually looked at. Nope. Um, so There's some ridiculous things in here. I don't even know what half these fucking things mean. Are we going tomorrow? Like, what are you thinking? I, I'm down to make an appearance if you want, but I mean, we don't listen, have to.
1: I would attempt to, like, given the circumstances, I would have attempted to go after work. However, given the impending storm, I do not feel like braving our inclement... New England weather, to show up for... Unless something, like, really great's happening.
0: That's what I kind of want to figure out right now. How do you know which day this is? Oh, it says Friday on the top. Oh, shit. Um, whoa, we're going tomorrow, Mike. 100%. Oh, shoot! We're just going to let him, uh
1: react to the things he sees without well all right mike
0: let me just i might even i don't even need to look at the rest of the schedule for friday i'm just gonna read off this starting at 7 p.m i don't give a fuck but i feel like you may be interested because you're my fucking boy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: mobile suit gundam which one abridged
1: Eh, might be interesting Uh, that's
0: what i'm saying i know i know i know my boy it depends on which it depends on which
1: Gundam series I mean they a bridge series can be you know hit or miss did I tell you I did not tell you I know for a fact I didn't tell you because it never came up uh the other day I had to go to a liquor store to buy Corona's
0: because my life is just spiraling out of control um for you? no not for me Uh, I figured I was just confused alright continue but we got those we got some fucking PBJs ready ready to go whenever you're ready
1: I, you know, I was not in the mood to go out, but I had to put on something, so I found my old Helsing hoodie that, uh... Okay. So I popped that on, I go to the liquor store, it's one... I have no idea where liquor stores are, so, like, I was sent on this errand to go by... Yeah. Wait, it was gr- one in the
0: morning? No. Oh, okay. Did I say that? Oh, I thought you said it was one. No, no I, was, I was sent
1: on this errand. Oh, okay. So I didn't know where to go to find liquor store. I ended up going, like, down the street from my place... I go in there, pick up the cross, and the dude at the register's like, oh, Helsing, yeah, I like that. Have you ever watched Helsing a Bridge? I'm like, nah, I haven't watched Helsing a Bridge. Then we start talking about Yu-Gi-Oh
0: Bridge, and we're talking about
1: Yu-Gi-Oh and shit.
0: Really? Yeah. That's fucking amazing.
1: That's all I really have to add. Is he
0: a friend of the show? Get him on the fucking podcast.
1: Yeah, all right. I'll,
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll go back there. <laughs> I'm not here to buy crows this time. <laughs> I'm so glad that you said you started talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! because when you said that when you started the story, when you were like, Yeah, he's like, Oh, I love and you watch Bridge? I literally just pictured the guy behind the counter going, Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh!
1: <laughs> oh, Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: <laughs> Sixteen blocks,
1: underrated film. Or maybe mm. it's maybe it's accurately rated. I don't
0: know. Well, what is it rated? Do we have we ever even looked it up? I just know that I I know about the film because of you and Jeff. Mm. I don't know if I've ever actually watched the movie other than that scene. Well, I
1: I know I've seen the
0: movie. I think we we saw it in theaters. Me? Not
1: not you. Royal we me and clearly other people. I wouldn't just go there by myself. But I uh, Do you go to the movies alone or ever?
0: I never have. I don't I think u- I ever have.
1: I used to do that very often and then at some point we again, me and of people that aren't me people that <laughs> no, sometimes are plain. you yeah, sometimes are other people you. I started doing that often and then I got to point like I can't go to the movies by myself anymore and now I've kind of started dialing back I'm like you know what I cannot coordinate with any of you guys if I need to see this movie I have to go
0: whoa 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 whoa! whoa. let's fucking pause pause the podcast for a second and not pause the podcast I don't know why I said podcast I was gonna say pump breaks, brakes I'm rambling out of control the media is gonna say I'm ranting and raving I'm not ranting alright whatever anyways okay um fuck Donald Trump um wow I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna say right now oh I'm always down to go to the movies Mm -hmm. cause I also have no one to see fucking movies with besides you and Dom because nobody else wants to go to the movies Jen doesn't want to go to the movies Todd is a kid (laughs) that's where the list ends the list isn't that long (laughs) that's it for people uh Jeff doesn't live around here I mean he might be soon I don't know but yeah it's a lot of coordination, mm-hmm. but I don't, I mean, ugh. I have mixed it, it, feelings about, like, I don't I don't care if I see Power Rangers or not, mm-hmm. but like I said the other day, if you and Dom decide to go, or if yeah. you decide to go, and you, like, tell me, like, hey, I'm gonna go to the movies tonight to see Power Rangers, mm-hmm. if I'm not like, working or whatever, yeah. I might just go. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I might go if it works into... Like I don't care to make the plan to mm-hmm. go see it. Like when tickets go on sale for fucking Episode Eight. Like yeah, I'm gonna fucking yeah schedule that out 18 months in advance. And that's that is
1: the thing. I think for certain for certain films, and I think for the most part, it's either going to be Star Wars films or Marvel films. We can we be able to eventually coordinate I mean, to the time to go see
0: the most important. Let's just be honest. But well, it's a lot are, easier now for for at least for me because I don't work at night exactly, anymore. Exactly. Dom's the the, the wild card here yeah. sometimes, though.
1: So, those ones we will, you know, actively... Pursue. Make, pursue and make plans. But there are other movies where it's like, uh, I know I want to see it, and, you know, one or both of you might be like... On the oh, fence. On the fence I still need
0: to see fucking Lego Batman. Is this yeah. still in
1: theaters? Fuck, did you, you still, see it? I did not see Lego All Batman. Right. So, like, films like, yeah, Lego Batman, I guess, was a movie that i want to see...
0: Um, Lego Batman is such a difficult movie right now for me to see. There movies that came
1: out at the end of last year that I can't remember what they are anymore that I was like, oh, you know, I kind of want to see this, but I've, I could never make the... I don't know if we ever even talked about, like, seeing this movie. What movie? Or, no, I said this as if I had a specific one in mind, okay. but, like, just in general, I feel like there are movies that I want to see and I never got around to seeing them like I it got to the point I was like okay I'm not gonna see this in theaters clearly so I'll have to yeah. get it later well there's so there's like like Arrival for instance Arrival's a movie I wanted to see I did want to see that too I don't know if we ever tried making plans to go see I it I don't
0: think any of us ever brought up to, to each other unless yeah. you and Dom talked separately yeah. yeah
1: I was like oh yeah you know I want to see Arrival so now I have to I'm, see it now.
0: I'm not a hard sell on movies because... Fantastic
1: Beasts, I was like, all right. I I, no I do just see Fantastic Beasts. I think Dom ended up seeing it. Dom did see
0: it. Well, so, like, I have no interest in Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you got in a jam where you wanted to see it, like, I'd go to see that. Yeah. Get Out, I would probably pass, only because I don't really like thrillers. Mm-hmm. I don't really like... I, like, I feel like that movie would make me feel... I don't know, there's gore in it, right, or no?
1: Not really. Okay. I would... A little bit, point, though? There's, like, a little bit. It's...
0: Like, like I, I don't I, like horror movies, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's a horror movie, but I do think it has a lot of suspense. It's a less thriller, su- right? A lot of suspense. Honestly, I think you would probably enjoy it. Um, I think I would enjoy the narrative, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would enjoy... I don't know. Like, I, it, it's a, it here's turns a line that I don't know if I want to fucking dance I I saw it in
1: theaters. Make it... Eventually, when it becomes, like, available for home viewing, just watch in the middle of the day at some point. It's not That's scary. what I would need to watch do. Watch in I the middle of the day with the, with the wind, line, yeah. lines open. Have Jen culled up next to you. Or Navi.
0: Navi's the... Navi's, yeah. Well, definitely. Navi doesn't fucking watch movies. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> Navi, Navi doesn't does, watch movies. <laughs> Navi actually does watch a lot of things. Navi is, like, my fucking... Again, my cast name is Navi for a couple of reasons one cause I love Zelda and you know if you know who Navi is then it makes sense to me cause you know my little fairy companion you know, blah 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 anyways Navi spends a lot of fucking time with me and she loves when I'm home you know watching fucking Ship It In or you know Rick and Morty you know, fucking playing video games like fucking bang on my lap on my legs passed out doesn't give a fuck what I'm watching but Jen has opposite schedule with me never wants to fucking watch anything lately, so... Mm.
1: But anyway, I yeah. think you would enjoy it. There...
0: There is... I... So, here's Dude, what... I was, I'm gonna... I, I'm gonna watch it with you, with okay. the blinds up, All right. our clothes on. Yeah,
1: we're not canoodling.
0: And... See, it's tough here. I'm gonna say food, but it's gonna be select food, because I feel like if there's blood, I don't want to be eating fucking So, here's bones. what I'm trying
1: to say, is that there is some blood, but it's, like, not... It's not, like, you know... Dawn of the dead like zombies See, it's, getting but torn it, up, but
0: it's so weird. Like I hate it, horror and movies, it, and it
1: only happens late in the third act of the film. So like the movie's basically okay. an ending. All
0: right.
1: Up until that point, it was mostly just suspense, and it it was just such a weird thing to take the concept of being like that that whole racial tension thing and turning that into a
0: thriller film because like the way it was handled like wow this is impressive and like
1: oh okay this is
0: see like I I am intrigued by the movie for that like I Mm. it's an interesting take on you know those social aspects and I think that would be intriguing to me and I think I would Mm. pull a lot of meaning from from that part of the movie but I don't know if I want to go through the thrilling moments I'm a fucking pussy but it's weird, like... Because I also don't do horror films, and I was... I do not. I, I don't not do horror films. I was pleasantly I'm a fucking giant fucking puna. I mean, I've seen plenty of horror movies. Not a big fan of... like, But it's weird, like, some things... You know, like, I've watched most of The Walking Dead. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, it's not super gory, I feel like. But there are some moments.
1: Yeah, honestly, I guess,
0: if you were okay with The
1: Walking Dead,
0: I don't... But, like, here's the other thing. I fucking watched... You know, four whatever four seasons of Dexter. Mm-hmm. There were some parts where I was like, ah, but so you know.
1: I mean I don't. It is it a spoiler? Basically, there's a surgery that happens. Yeah, and that's that's the extent of the gore, and See, it's like it's it's framed in such a way like you can't like you can't really be like whoa that much. Yeah.
0: I mean I could probably get over that part, um, but I'm I'm also like really I get. Especially, this is part of the reason why I love going to the movies, and I hate that I go to the movies so infrequently now, is that, you know, the same thing with all types of art that's made for us to consume, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Obviously, some of it's just, you know, fucking explosion, like, you know, some of it's not, you know, less artistic and more whatever, you know, like a like you know to give a a broad example like maybe a superhero movie is less artistic and more like fan service mm-hmm. um I'm gonna get I'm gonna get murdered on Twitter for that comment um I don't know I feel like everyone says that on podcasts oh
1: okay
0: I listen to too many podcasts now I'm in my car so often mm-hmm. um but I get I get very engrossed in like I like to see a movie and I like to like invest like I like to shut off like the suspension of disbelief like i'm involved with the movie i believe that the fantastical elements are like can exist in this world and i'm part of this world for this couple of hours and then you know i'm done mm-hmm. so because i'm so invested when i'm like watching or playing the game or listening to music the thrilling moments to me are like fucking Like, I feel it. Like, it's, like, heart-pumping. You know what I mean? Like, I get the... Like, the feelings they try to evoke from people, I give them those feelings. So, sometimes... Like, I don't like to be... I don't like thrillers. I don't like suspenseful things. I'm already, like, a tense person sometimes that gets way too fucking stressed out about the dumbest shit. So, sometimes, like... Again, like, I'm watching the movie. I'm, like, suspending my disbelief that Mm -hmm. that's not happening or that's not real or that can't happen. So, like those moments I'm like oh shit like that person's gonna fucking die and it's like wait what this isn't even real um Does that makes yeah, sense
1: yeah and again I think I think by the time if you ever get around to watching Get Out I think by the end you'll be like oh you know what it wasn't as bad as I thought um when I saw it in theaters there was literally only one actual moment where people like kind of like got jump scared yeah like it was just one moment and we were all like we all kind of laughed at the fact that it actually happened like oh yeah well, that actually jumped down and scared us.
0: It'll it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he makes next for a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I do think that, and I feel like this is kind of a, not, maybe not a common thread or like a common belief, but it's definitely a, something that a lot of people believe, is uh, I think people who have a background in comedy first can you know are able to either create really you know masterful dramatic things or act in a very dramatic role because i think being able to make people laugh is harder to do than make people believe you you know what i mean playing a dramatic role right you know what i mean
1: no i've heard that a lot
0: i've heard that like, i've heard that plenty of times like it's not I, i'm not you know this isn't fucking groundbreaking what I'm saying right here i just i'm i'm a fan. I'm a, I fall onto that belief that I think that people who you know maybe first and foremost are have a comedy background I think they're capable of doing some really amazing things on the other side of the coin so to go back to what <laughs> we went fucking way off the deep end we we got to that point from when I said. 7 o'clock Gundam un- abridged. <laughs> Yep. I don't know how we got to all the way over here But to, to recap what is gonna happen Tomorrow night 7, Mobile Suit Gundam abridged 8 o'clock Same theater, you ain't gotta move Yu-Gi-Oh abridged
1: That'll be good.
0: 9 o'clock Same room, you don't gotta move I don't know what the fuck this is Seraph of the End? That one? Seraph of I mean, the End?
1: Nah, I'm not familiar with that one.
0: Alright, so we go take a break. We go to Pretzel or something. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to that room at 10 o'clock for fucking Dragon Ball Z abridged. And I will say that, I mean, of all those, if we're in the area, I do need to see the Dragon Ball Z one. Because last year it was fucking hilarious. You haven't really
1: watched their... Uh... <laughs> you haven't really watched their like actual video series at all, have you?
0: I've seen some. I okay. mean... I, it, it it's tough because I feel like the anime Boston cuts when we go to those things are like just fucking funny scenes like just like kind of the pick and choose yeah. where I, when I tune in or like just you know throw on a random one on YouTube it's like some of it's fucking amazing some of it's like man whatever you know what I mean
1: okay
0: so it's I don't know maybe I'm not watching it the right way maybe I'm not devoting enough attention to it I'm just kind of throwing it around the background to like listen to the fucking jokes
1: would be could I mean the
0: Yu-Gi-Oh one would be fucking jammed, too. Um, that's Friday just in one room. I didn't even look at the rest of the fucking schedule.
1: Apparently that's the abridged room.
0: I mean I'm not gonna sit here and fucking scroll through the schedule on the podcast because that's not entertaining for anybody. But I mean there's there's some things we could peep tomorrow if we decide to head in. And then Saturday I mean I don't particularly care what time we go in. Like it doesn't matter to me. It's not packs. Mm-hmm. But I'm down for whatever. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. Anime Boston's always a good time. I mean, years past... I don't think I've ever gone more than two days. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you have. But I definitely uh, I don't. I
1: typically do a, a three-man... Three-day... Man.
0: You've gone to three days prior? I mean, it oh, yeah. doesn't surprise me. But not every year, right?
1: Not every year. Um, I got... As of recently, if you get I, the
0: three day pass, I mean... I,
1: I always get the th- three day pass. But um, as of late, I would probably skip out. At least since I've been working at my current job, I haven't I haven't like called out to go there. Yeah. the third day. I might show up there after work, but it's not a huge deal if I miss Friday. Yeah. Before that, I would normally go all three days. Well, we'll have unless I. I like overslept on Sunday and like I show up and like yeah we're done. I'm like oh
0: whoops. Well, we'll have our exhibitor badges this weekend, so we can pop in whenever the fuck we feel like it, and we should have, I don't want to speak too soon, but we'll also be at Boston Comic Con. Alright. Um, nothing official to announce, but it's, you know, you know, you know, we got some things, some moving parts in the background. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this weekend, um... I guess we really should probably touch on the fact that, I mean, probably the main reason you bought a Switch happened last week.
1: Oh yeah, if I started playing Zelda. (laughs)
0: Have you actually started playing it? No. I know you haven't. Because every night when I turn on my Switch, (laughs) because this is my, this is now like my, this has been my routine now for a couple of weeks. I come home from work, you know, I'll fucking eat something because I'm fat. Yeah. I know. Um, well, I also so basically when I'm working, I like to power through my day, so I usually don't eat anything. So then when I come home, I'm like fucking, rah, give
1: me the food. Yeah, you also drink a lot of coffee because
0: I drink a lot you, of fucking coffee because I hate care. my body.
1: Yeah, you don't care about. Well, shit.
0: I don't know if this is like a thing that happens to a lot of people, but for me, like when I drink coffee, like coffee, and let's let's be straight, I try not to drink coffee. I drink espresso because I'm fucking hate my body even more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I. When I drink a latte or drink coffee,
1: when <laughs> you drink a latte,
0: <laughs> I uh, I don't eat like I don't want to eat like it it mm-hmm. fills me up too much like I don't but I don't feel full like I don't feel like I just ate a fucking pizza like I just feel I don't feel hungry. Right. It takes away my hunger. Um, which was a couple of years ago because I didn't always drink coffee. I used to never drink coffee. Like I never up until like. I don't know, probably sophomore year of college, I never had coffee before. Nor did I care to. It just was not my thing. I drank tea, but, you know, I started drinking coffee and it literally, again, like I would drink, I'd get a coffee before I went to work and I drank the coffee and then, like, I'd never eat because it never, I was just not hungry. So I lost so much fucking weight in a very unhealthy way because I was. Like, supplement, supplementing food with fucking coffee, which is not healthy. It but means. I lost a lot of fucking weight. So, like, part of me is like, man, why can't that happen again? Because I literally don't eat all fucking day and drink coffee, come home and take a fucking massive dump.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then I eat, like, 17 things, so that's probably the real reason why.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, anyways, my routine is taking dumps, apparently. Uh... No, I come home, you know, whatever, do a thing, you know, do some website stuff. Uh, and then I end my night, the fucking beauty of the Switch. I just, you know, undock it, bring it into my room, fucking ignore everything else happening in the world, and just play Zelda. And of course, you know, I'll see. oh, there's a friend on me, see who that is. Oh, Todd's on. We're both playing Zelda. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We're texting each other about Zelda. I knew Todd was playing Zelda, because we're already texting about Zelda. Uh but we're, you know, I always check and then I'll, you know, I'll look at Mike's name and it'll be like last turned on a year ago. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, let me click on Mike's name. Played Zelda for a couple of minutes. What? <laughs> Played Bowerman for a couple of minutes. Right. So, I don't know, it just makes me laugh. Every time I every time I look, I'm always like, come on, Mike, did he do it? Did he do it? No? Okay, all right, next time, next time, next oh, night. One of
1: these days, I'm going to take it out and like, all right, it's time to start playing some video games. I
0: think you'll enjoy Zelda when you start playing it, to uh, be
1: honest. I just don't play video games anymore.
0: Yeah, you do. Well, I, that brings, I want to talk about Overwatch, but we shouldn't talk about Overwatch, but I want to talk about it, but we shouldn't.
1: Yeah, leave that, nah set up a separate fucking show for you
0: we should have a second podcast called like fucking pass the payload
1: yeah there you go first try
0: (laughs) uh but yeah I fucking love the switch I mean I it it literally like you watch a commercial for something whether it's like an appliance or like a household item or you know I don't fucking know almost anything and like you get fed promises. And a lot of times they're half promises, n- no promise was kept, or you know, whatever. Like it's never like actually what it was advertised for it to be for you. Right. But in the sense of like being able to play on my TV and seamlessly pick it up and walk in the other room and go lay in bed and play it with like no hiccups with the game functioning, like, perfectly in handheld mode, Nintendo's delivering with that promise. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's really remarkable. Like, it still blows my mind from just a tech standpoint of, like, you have this super sexy, sleek machine. Like, I think we can both agree that it's a sexy-ass fucking thing.
1: Sexy-ass motherfucker.
0: Um, but it just it works so well. I will say this. Not until recently, but again, I have been playing it a lot more in handheld mode, and I'm also, like, laying down in bed, like, holding it up so it's, like, in the air, Mm -hmm. but the past two nights, I mean, I'm also laying there playing it for, like, two hours, so the past couple nights, my left hand has gotten a little numb, Mm -hmm. Um, so I hope that doesn't happen forever now. I mean, again, it might just be because I'm fucking laying in bed, holding it above my head. Sounds like like a
1: limitation of your failing human body. Probably too much
0: coffee. But, yeah, the reason you bought a fucking Switch, not for Zelda, but for fucking Splatoon. And Mario Kart. And Mario Kart. Ooh, a month away. Yep. I'm I'm fucking pumped.
1: But, yeah, Splatoon was, uh...
0: So the Splatoon 2 fucking global test fire was this past weekend? Yep. And... I hated it. Come on, man. Yeah, for real. No, but really. <laughs> <laughs> no, be serious. Oh, we're going to get in trouble, are we? I don't know. I don't know. Friends of the show. Sick animation. Um Not friends. They're not friends to anybody. Anyway, Splatoon
1: 2 Testfire. Great. Fucking crushed it.
0: What, uh... Yeah. I mean, I know you were already excited about the game, and you played it at PAX, but is it... Does it feel like more of the same to you? Or does it feel like a new game? I'm asking because you are... Like, I love Splatoon. Mm -hmm. But I feel like you love Splatoon more than I do. Which is saying, like, that's a lot of love. Because I love... I mean, it's no secret where I plant my flag. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a Nintendo guy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I play everything, but I'm also a Nintendo guy. And I'm not afraid to say that.
1: For the, the, the...
0: And I try to take that hat off to make unbiased opinions, you know, about other products. But... I'm a big fan of Splatoon.
1: No, I was going to say, for, um, you know, whoever may be listening to this right now, when Brendan tried to gesture that he plants his flag, he just did a jerk-off
0: motion. No, I didn't. <laughs> I fucking... Oh, shit, maybe I did. No, I fucking slammed it down, mm-hmm. and twisted it in the ground, Yeah, and of the balls. Yeah, yeah. Some
1: real <laughs> fruitian slips there. Uh, so anyway, more of the same... Is for... a fruitian
0: slip when uh when it's like... A gay Freudian slip? Like a fruit and slip? So Splatoon 2... <laughs> I'm just picking apart your words, not mine. Uh, I'm an idiot. Keep going. Splatoon 2.
1: I would say it was different... Different enough. I'd say this. Yeah, they didn't change a lot of things that made Splatoon work. At least from what I've seen so far. So it's basically like, hey, you know, you like this game, we're bringing it back for... You know, the Switch, we've added a couple other things to it on top of the fact that, you know, this is an entirely different console that works in a slightly different way.
0: Maybe let me me rephrase the question, because I feel like there was a little bit of this concern when the game was initially, like, kind of teased out there. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like Splatoon 1.5 from what we have been able to see and what we've been able to play? Because obviously, we don't know everything about this new game. We don't. We know very little, to be honest, actually.
1: Yeah, because the first platoon was... Compare the first platoon test fire to the actual platoon, where you just kind of played a couple of maps, you were limited to a few items, a few weapons, and, you know, you didn't understand the full aspect. Like, you know, once you get the full game, there's a whole customization of your outfit, which then affects your stats. They added the whole uh, ranked battle, the addition of new maps... Mm -hmm. All that stuff. That was a big part of the game as well. So, like, we don't know how that's going to translate to this one. Uh, I mean, I can see how someone would say it's platoon 1.5. I mean, they, they added a couple... They added things that you could reasonably say, like, hey, you know, this probably could have been an update. They could have added these maps. Yeah. And
0: these, you know... Things
1: with the exception of like the new specials and stuff. Well, I'll, you could you could you could say, like, hey, you know, yeah. this could have been updates to the original one.
0: Well, you do have to at some point draw the line and say, you know, yeah, like at, we'll, at some point, they're gonna make a sequel. Just yeah. like with Overwatch, I'm sure at some point there will be a whether it's Overwatch 2 or you know, Overwatch $40 expansion, like at some point. Overwatch is going to have some sort of larger expansion, if not a full-on sequel, right. that they're going to ask you for money for. It, it, it just that's how it works. I mean, it's a business. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like it's a business, so they're going to make business decisions at some point. Um, and you know, if if the Wii U didn't go the way it went and was a sig- more successful console, maybe some of these things would have still been rolled out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, at the same time, like a game needs to. Be done, and in mm-hmm. a, a new game is going to be made. Right. Uh, I personally, the game felt very fresh to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. It's still, I think, early to say, give a full like review or like a full impression of the game, because we 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 really do know so little about it. Right. But I don't. The vibe that I get isn't this is just Splatoon 1 with a few new features. Like, it felt new. It felt fresh they, enough.
1: Uh, stay, stay fresh.
0: fresh. <laughs> um, I mean, they definitely did
1: add a lot. They added a bunch to it. A bunch of things that I don't think you can really fully appreciate just from the yeah. test fire. As soon as the game well, comes out. Like
0: There's so many little details and things changed or added to the game. And mm-hmm. this is just in, like, the test fire. like. Yeah. We we still have no idea the full scope of what this game's going to be. We don't know about the single player. We don't know about how, you know, online matchmaking is going to work. We don't know about game modes. We don't know about fucking anything. So for, like, the little slice that we got, which is like, hey, we got new specials. Hey, we get two new maps that are brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, aren't just, you know, redone old maps. You know, we have some gameplay tweaks. Obviously, with... The change from the Wii U's gamepad to this, okay. they got to so, figure out how to make the t- thing the work. map, the whole map thing. How did you use it at all? How did you feel about it?
1: Um, I didn't use it very like every once in a while. Like I hit the map just because I felt like okay, I definitely should find out exactly how how much how badly we're doing or yeah. how well we're doing. And I was trying to use it to do my super jump, and I couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, quite right. So I was like, after eh, yeah, this is more trouble than it's worth.
0: Did you? In the original, in Splatoon 1 on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Splatoon, or never played Splatoon, or didn't have a Wii U, so the Wii U's main controller was the gamepad. You couldn't play Splatoon with a pro controller, correct? Unless you played Unless you were local doing two local two-player,
1: two player and that was like a specialized map, so one yeah. of you still had to use the gamepad, but the other person was yeah. the...
0: So basically, you had to play Splatoon with the gamepad, and the gamepad, again, if you really don't know anything about the Wii U, it had a touchscreen on it. And it would have the map displayed on the touchscreen, mm-hmm. and you could push, you could touch anywhere on the map and teleport. Correct, not just to a teammate. That I don't know. remember.
1: I know I always teleported to
0: a to a teammate. teammate so, so I think I you had to go to a teammate. I think you had to go to. A teammate. Okay, so
1: the, I in, think I, I think in this one you can go wherever you want. Oh really? I I remember like I remember like around? I remember when I had the map up. I could see where my teammates were and like there was this one little circle that I think was me, and I was trying to figure out how to control it'cause like it was it was moving too erratically for me to oh, really control it okay. but I think that was
0: so it. so I barely used it I like I kept opening the map by accident because I kept hitting that fucking button it was driving me insane right. I don't know why I wanted that button to be jumped I think that button is jump in Zelda that's why
1: yeah, I've heard that complaint. I heard that I'll call it a complaint um frequently,
0: but. Again, because that because I kept opening the fucking map, I think I only teleported one time. Um, if you can't teleport wherever you want, mm-hmm. I think the way it's set up now is when you open it, the D pad each direction is assigned to one of your teammates. Yeah. You just hit that to teleport.
1: I think I think that is what it was because I remember seeing that during the uh, the lobby screen where like you're getting people to oh, join. Okay. I think it said something like that. I was going to test it out, but. Uh, I didn't.
0: Um, so do you think, because I feel like there's a lot of grumbling that, you know, there's a major feature that made Splatoon 1 so great and now it's not here and blah, 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 it's going to ruin the game. Do you think it's, did you, or, this is a two part question. Do you think it's going to ruin, the, or, before I ask that, did you use that function a lot on the original game? And or do you think it's going to ruin I, this game? I did use it. It was really useful for you know if you're
1: playing a match and you can see that there's a teammate that's like making some ground and you just want to hop over there because it, it will take you a while to swim to that yeah. location. It, for that, it was also good. I did I didn't do it very often, but occasionally you might be in a situation where you need to leave right away and you would go back to your spawn. So it's something like that. I used to use it again for. In the old one, just because... I, on top of, like, getting someplace quickly, I had on a stat that let me... When you super jump to somebody, that's what it's called, super jumping. Super jumping, yeah. It puts a little marker there on the map. And, so like, and hide, it, the you
0: hide the marker.
1: You can hide the marker with my thing. So, like, it was really good to, like, just jump over there and then quickly do whatever it's yeah. trying to do. I didn't do it a lot here because it was a little bit more cumbersome. At least with the old one, because the actual game was happening up on your TV. Yeah, so you never map. got taken
0: out of the action. I never got taken out. Which, which I'll, I'll say this. At least from the quick... From a very, you know, small window of time that we had the chance to play the game, it seemed like when the map popped up, you could still move around. You can, like, you still play. It's... It was very... Yeah. It was. A, that's why I don't know if you can pick where you go other than going to your teammates mm-hmm. I don't know because I felt like I the map would come up and I'd still be playing and I'd be like fuck how I get rid of this fucking map
1: I wonder if I ever did it on my stream if I, if I did it on my stream I could probably just look at it and get a better
0: did you play in handheld mode at all I meant to try it and I fucking completely I did it forgot. once
1: because at some point there was a period of time where I one of the test were like, I just couldn't use my dock and stage I was like alright I'll just play it over yeah. here
0: did but... you how did you feel about playing on the dock I mean uh playing in handheld mode
1: I really like that it's I really like that I could play it it um yeah I think we had this discussion before once about comparing the Switch to like the 3DS or some other handheld and like it really felt like oh this is like the full blown console game yeah. in my hand right now and it
0: looks really nice and i would... it's it's like pretty mind blowing again like i love my 3ds and i still play my 3ds and i still think that honestly the 3ds is one of the best consoles available to you and if you don't have one you're missing out on a lot of amazing fucking games that being said also i noticed sidebar here i noticed this and i don't know if it was a thing prior to the podcast But I say, that being said, a fucking lot. Like, a lot. That's a phrase that I say, and I don't know if I've always said that phrase. And I don't know if it's a bad phrase to say. And I don't know if it's an annoying phrase to say. But I notice it now. (laughs) And it drives me fucking bananas. Um, But yeah... Oh, I was literally just gonna say it again. <laughs> 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 oh, be good. I just pictured Dom sitting in the background, oh, that's the control the a minute. <laughs> uh when the That being said, episode twenty six. Well. Uh that was my impression of Dom impre- impersonating me. Yeah. That's um, really good. but the experience of taking the fucking switch into handheld mode and pl- being able to play it and move around and go wherever the fuck you want, it's really I, it's just insane it's really insane like it's my it's mind blowing when I like have a a little bit of a like a meta moment when I'm laying in bed playing Zelda I'm like I'm fucking laying in bed playing this game right now and, and an hour ago I was sitting on my couch playing it with the controller like it, it doesn't feel like when I switch modes whether I'm going from TV to handheld it never feels like when I go to handheld that I'm having a lesser experience and I think that's the biggest thing to take away from the Switch itself is that when you're playing in handheld mode, I've yet to have a moment where I go, oh, I wish I was playing this on my TV. Or, oh, playing this on my TV is better. Did you ever find yourself having that moment in your Splatoon time? No, I, I've
1: when I played it handheld, I thought to myself, you know what, this would be great to just be able to play this game wherever as long as I had any connection.
0: That's why, I mean, that's... I can't wait for fucking Mario Kart for that reason, and I can't wait for Splatoon for that reason. Yeah. Mario
1: Kart, I think, I would... Because I feel like that one's... You'd be able to play that one loop, So, I don't know how Splatoon's gonna work, but I can actually picture, like, bringing Mario Kart someplace and being like, Hey, do you want to play Mario Kart? Here's the controller. Let's fucking go to town. Yeah.
0: Well, that's gonna be fucking great, too. Well, with Splatoon, it the way it seems is gonna be, like... You know, you're not breaking off your Joy-Cons and handing them to someone. It's, you know, we're playing on our separate consoles. But still going to be fucking badass that, like, you know, we can meet up with a couple of people and play, you know, a match of Splatoon local play. It seems like, at least again, they haven't announced a lot of, like, hard details. But it seems like they're going to make it so it's very easy for you to sit down with a group of people and be like, Alright, let's start a room. Bang. Let's fucking hop right in. And if the the menus and you you know the the user interface of the Switch already is an inclination, I feel like they're really trying to simplify the look and feel of all of their menus and and UI, so that I'm I'm feeling kind of confident that with Splatoon and with Mario Kart, they're going to have it very easy for you to just you know Make a quick little, you know, local playroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or quickly hop online.
1: I mean, is that how it works? I mean, I think our best. uh, Bomberman? Yeah, Bomberman would be the best way to look at it right now. Well,
0: it isn't, it isn't. Only because, like, Bomberman's made by Konami, so, I mean, there's some differences there with, with what they're doing. Whereas, like, Nintendo made the Switch, and they're sitting there, you know, actively pursuing, like, all right. Like, we have a vision. We want this to be an easy-to-use, you know, not super cluttered. Like, I don't know. I I feel like they have a vision for the system, and they want to keep it a certain way. Um, And I just think that, you know, making it easier for the consumer to use is only going to be more beneficial for them, obviously. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, when you have a product that will be used by children as well. You know what I mean? very easy for them to I wanna play uh, but to get back to the, the controversy I guess with the pop up map and mm-hmm. the super jumping is and I should have fucking took out my switch in handheld mode to check it out but I'm assuming the answer is no and now the more that I'm thinking about it right in this moment I hope the answer is no is that when you're playing in handheld mode because the switch screen is also a touch screen, I hope you cannot like use the screen to too quick super jump only because if they keep it where it's the same on every controller input, mm-hmm. then it's a level playing field. You know what I mean? Yeah, because then you run the risk of like, all right, you're playing ranked or you're playing competitively, it's ideal to play it in handheld mode mm-hmm. theoretically, because it would be much easier and quicker. To, for you to to super jump right so i i understand the point of well you know it maybe i like that and i want to play it so i want them to add that but if they want to keep the game balanced as can be that would be a way to to keep it balanced yeah. you know what i mean yeah i get that um so that's the other thing too i guess with it is if if they keep it where it's the same on every controller input you know once you get used to it yeah, it still may be slower, but at least everyone's on that same playing okay, field of hold on doing a it. Let's bring that back for just. So Mike, Mike's popping up his Splatoon two uh, Twitch stream right now to see what he I... did. I'm gonna throw this out there. Mike's a fucking pretty badass fucking Splatoon player, like pretty fucking dirty.
1: I mean, I lost my mojo. Clearly,
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, it's been a while. Um, cause I just there was just now I wasn't. I didn't bring it back. For, right.
0: which, ma- which map did you like better? I liked... I was... I have more wins on this map than the... Wait, no. Which map is this? this, this? Is this the rock wall? Uh, I had... No, it's not the rock wall. Okay, yeah. I I had more wins on this map. I liked this map better.
1: Um. Yeah, the... The one with the rock wall. I forget its name now. But I know that I was already upset with that map because I'd started off doing something like this where like I was swimming. And, and you then went I, through the grates? I went right through the grates because I didn't know the grates were there.
0: The level design in Splatoon, I always enjoy it. I think it's very clever. I think it's... uh. I think they do a good job of like little things like that. Like grates that, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in squid form, you fall through. Um, I'm excited to see okay, this how this full version of this game pans out. So, when I come
1: back... I turn on the map, and you see that little dot. That there was like a green circle that was moving around.
0: Are you sure it's not just your reticle, though? Your aiming reticle.
1: It it could have been that, to be honest.
0: I think it is. I I think that you can only teleport to to your teammates. I feel like that would be the only way for it to make sense. Mm-hmm. And again, like I understand, people are frustrated with with the lack of that. But you have to understand, like that was a thing that was like tailor made for the Wii U like that was they wanted to use the unique hardware they wanted to make use of the unique hardware which again they could still do it with a switch but it would force you to play in handheld mode and it would make it unbalanced for the people using a controller on their TV so I hope that they don't do it I hope they keep it an even playing field just because you know I I do think that they also want to try to make Splatoon a competitive esport I think they want to Actively attack that market, which they should, because it's a fucking great game, and it, you know it has a lot of elements for a high competitive play for sure. It does and it definitely has a following. Mm-hmm. Um, having a little thing like that though would unbalance the community. You know what I mean? Right. It would. It would almost be the argument of saying like people who play on PC are better. You know what I mean? Like it would. Mm-hmm. It would differentiate the two groups. You know. Right. Because. Arguably, people say that it's easier and quicker to move around with a mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. So that would be the same argument with the handheld. So would it be a split community where it's like the handheld or the elite and the fucking controller players are fucking noobs? I don't
1: know. No, I mean, who 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 played better? The people with the GameCube controllers, the people using the Wiimote and Nunchuck?
0: <sighs> I don't know. There was that one time that fucking dirty-ass Rosalina. Was he Rosalina? Oh, yeah, that's true. So... Shout out to Eduardo. Shout out to fucking Temper Smash. Shout out to fucking Big Blue Esports. Shout out to fucking Smash on the Hill. Rest in peace. Um, but we used to... Back in its heyday. Back in its prime. uh One of the up and coming... Underground Smash 4 tournament scenes. Was Smash on the Hill. In Boston. Run by our boy Eduardo. He uh... You know, he'd do. You know, he'd have his weeklies and his monthlies. We'd pop in from time to time and get our fucking asses handed to us. Um, uh, but it was a, you know great community. But we'd always stick around, you know, and watch other people play because competitive Smash is fucking entertaining to me. Yeah, like especially high level, like Hi. dirty fucking Smash players. I'm like all about it. I think I'm. You know, I think you and I are decent at Smash, but we're not at that level. I mean, let's just be honest. than no that. But I always, you know, I'm always trying to refine my Smash game. Mm-hmm. So I like watching competitive play. Typically, most competitive players play with a GameCube controller. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's the way to play. That's how we play. I mean, fucking Nintendo made a GameCube adapter when the game launched. Because that's how fucking people play the game. I digress. Sometimes, you'll see somebody using a non-GameCube controller. And you're always like... This motherfucker is not fucking around. And there was this one kid that you know, a memorable moment at Smash on the Hill was uh he had his fucking Wiimote nunchuck combo. And I want he was either Luigi or Rosalina. But I think he was Rosalina. I think it was Rosalina too. He was absolutely fucking wrecking dudes. Wrecking dudes. I don't know if they were streaming back then. I think this was before the stream days. Before the stream days. Oh, man. That kid was fucking nasty. Like, I was in awe. Like, it's one thing to be nasty at Smash, and it's one thing to fuck dudes up in Smash. But if you're busting out a fucking Wiimote and a nunchuck, and you're fucking dudes in Smash, that's a whole nother level that's a, of fuckery. That's fucking
1: disrespect at the highest order. It
0: really is. Like, the only other way to completely disrespect somebody would be, I don't even know what to play on. A fucking banana? <laughs> to, to, to take out the nunchuck
1: entirely and just be like, I'm turning this remote oh fucking sideways. Oh my god.
0: The dude was fucking nasty. And you gotta think too, like, besides the whole other level of disrespect that you're smearing on this person's face by using that controller input, you gotta, you gotta know that when the other person sits down at the fucking screen and he sees that's what the person pulls out. You know in that person's brain, they're like, I'm a fucking wreck this dude. I'm a give him the fucking diggly dunk. And then he just gets mopped. Like, you know that he sits down and his first impression is, I'm a rape this dude. Like It's a mind game. It is. It's, it's a, a whole mind. nother meta. Like, that's a whole nother step to the meta. Or, and this is probably a smaller group of people, this is probably, would be my mindset if I sat down. I'd sit down, he'd pull out, and I'd go, oh, I'm gonna get fucking murdered right now. Like, that's where my brain would go. It's
1: like, it's like when, uh, when I used to place, when I used to place, uh, Smash 4, you know, pretty often, and I would play online, do 4 Glory, and I go up against an Olimar. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't
0: know what to do. And I get fucking jamoked every single time. It's very, it is very rare when you're playing Smash 4 Online, when you see a character pop out like Olimar or maybe like, I was going to say Sanic, but not Sanic because I feel like a lot of garbage players will pick Sanic because they like Sanic.
1: Sanic is a fucking pain in the ass though. Like,
0: If you're playing it's a good one.
1: Yeah. And then, um, even playing is a bad one because my problem with 4 Glory, and this is a a failing on my part because I was just like not that great at the game, is that there are certain characters that will have a. Sp-
0: they're you're good at the game. Fucking there, don't don't there kid yourself. There are
1: people here. with spammy moves.
0: Mike's a game watch main and he's fucking dirty.
1: The people with certain moves that are really good for spam. I'm Toon link. And,
0: and zero suit, get at me. Keep going.
1: Once you get hit, once you get stuck in like with one of those characters, like ah oh, shit. What Joe's
0: am I? got a garbage rob. Keep going. <laughs> and villager. Actually, like, Joe's Village is pretty good.
1: Like, if you're stuck with a Sanic that does a homing attack every single time... Yeah. Or the Charizard that just does his, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's
0: called. The Flame Charge?
1: Yeah, the Flame Charge, whatever that one is.
0: Um... Oh, man, I... We need we haven't had a Smash Fortnite in a while. In a while. I am fucking... Well, I guess we'll, <laughs> we will most likely play it this weekend at Anime Boston. Yeah. I'll get my fix there. Um... But there's nothing better than so, so basically the, the smash the smash series runs deep for for us for us over here at mm-hmm. at past controller, the team as a whole. At least at least me you Dom and Joe, the, the series runs deep. I used to play fucking Smash sixty four. So for the longest time, I never owned Smash sixty four. Like when the game first came out, I, I mean, I, what was it ninety eight. 99. 99. So we were, what, 10 years old? Yep. So I don't have access to money. I'm not buying games willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. So at the time, rental stores were still a thing. So, and I'm pretty sure the rental store that I used to go to doesn't... It was also a convenience store. Um, It was called, like, Sully's Variety or something in Chelsea. And I don't know if the store itself is there anymore. It actually might still be there as just a convenience store. Um... But you know, whatever. When Smash 4 came out, I don't. Did it come out? I, now I'm curious what month it came out in. So I didn't get it right away. Like, I didn't own it right away. But I did get it at some point, probably for my birthday. It probably came out around Christmas time. And I probably didn't actually get it until my birthday, which is in February.
1: For the people playing Passive Controller Bingo at home, you can mark your space for when we try to remember when the thing came out and we don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. That's a. Yeah, that, that is a good game, actually. We should. Well, that'll become a game at some point. Mm. To me and you we'll just drink to it and we'll just get hammered cuz we never remember you, anything.
1: You you can get hammered. I got better things to do.
0: But Mike, we get fucking so another sidebar. My day job, I sell I sell alcohol to minors. No, not to minors. Lots there's of a, minors. There's a If they're like, like, "Do you want to see my fake ID?" He's like, "No, no, no, just take this and go." If if like the wrong people, like, heard the wrong parts of any episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. I'm, like, the worst person on the fucking planet. Like, literally the worst person on the planet.
1: <laughs> it's great stuff. For me, anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hoot. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I, there's gonna be a day at some point, at least one day. I, we should probably space it out into a couple of different events. But I have I have stocked up on some things... For Michael and I to indulge, we got a peanut butter and jelly Baltic porter. We got a fucking s'mores stout. I got a Star Wars Woot stout. And what was the other one I pulled
1: out? Uh, do you, you already say s'mores? I wasn't really listening yeah, to it. Yeah, like, oh, I was four.
0: I don't know. I don't really like dark beers that often, but my boy Mike over here, he likes some tasty treats. Oh, and the red velvet. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm, I'm, we're going to have a, a fucking adventure. We'll probably record it. Be a good episode. Be the, be the drunk cast. We'll get Joe here. Joe will enjoy that episode. Joe will enjoy it. Um, Talk about your fucking bank. That's that's next weekend. Ooh, next weekend's going to be a good episode. Me you and Joe. I actually think, I don't want to fucking jinx it, but Toddy by Nature will be here. Is that going to be before or after? Why, do you have something going on? Isn't next weekend the 8th? Yes.
1: Okay, yeah, is that. it going to be before or after we go?
0: My guess is it will probably be after, unless you have something going on.
1: No, I was just curious.
0: My assumption is, I think what we're going to do is, we'll grab Joe.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll grab some fucking Front Street.
1: Alright.
0: We'll hit up fucking the show. Beverly Comic Con, April Eve. Check it out, we'll be there. Uh, We'll hit them up. Hang out for a little bit. Probably come back drink that dank, record that stank, and then I think Joe really wants to get fucking riggedy wrecked at a uh, Street Fighter at Pit Bar. So Saturday will be a good day. But I think Joe uh I think Todd Todd is lightly committed to the to the event.
1: So typical Todd.
0: Yeah, typical Todd. Hashtag o Um what the fuck were we talking about way before that I had a Oh, smash. Okay, so Smash 64, didn't know it when it came out, got it eventually, but literally, I would go and fucking rent this game over and over again, because I never wanted to stop playing it. Like, and I would, this was fucking back in the day, like, me, Pat, Joe, uh, sometime Pat's friend James, we just get fucking, play Smash for fucking hours. 99 stock matches. Did you ever used to do that?
1: 99 stock? We... I, like... I don't think I did that with... With Smash 64.
0: 64 and Melee. I played 99 stock matches so often.
1: Melee probably,
0: but... Um... Melee was a whole different thing. I... We... I just have a... I personally have a very invested history with Smash as a series. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a group, we also do as well. Right. Um... Both personally, you know, each of us personally and as a collective. Um... I fucking love the series, oh my god I really hope my my assumption and my hope is that we're gonna get like a small handful of games from the Wii U era remastered, possibly additional content, ported to the Switch which they should they have these high caliber games that not a lot of people got to play Mario Kart being one of them and I'm excited for the fact... Fe- like, I'm excited to play Mario Kart 8 again.
1: Yeah. Um, Love me some MK.
0: So my hope is that, you know, we get Mario Kart 8 this year. What are we going to get next year? Are going to get fucking Smash? I'd like to see that be the thing. And then maybe, you know, one or two more after that. and then mm-hmm. And then they can be done with those games. You know what I mean? But I mean, I I do think before we get Smash 5, if we ever get Smash 5, I think it would be the smartest thing for them to do would be, all right, here's, you know, Super Smash Bros. 4 Ultimate Edition, bang. It holds you over, it gives you another amazing game to play on the Switch, and it will keep us busy till 5, if we ever get it, which we hopefully do. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah
1: Zachariah was just so pissed and was like, alright, we're coming up with a new system. He's like, fuck you guys. God fucking damn it. I just uh, got out of this shit.
0: Ugh. Sakurai. Master Sakurai. Senpai noticed me. But the, the, the point I was gonna trying to get to make before it was we had a long history with these games, all about it. So when we sit down and play a little smash, you know, on top of our, you know, we usually play, you know, if it's the three of us, five, four stalks. Keep it interesting. No items. Usually, you know, tournament legal stages. Sometimes we'll fuck around because why not? Do whatever the fuck we want to smash. Um, But we also, as like a side thing, we hold very dear to ourselves. Like we keep track of who has the most kos. Right. I mean, obviously the game also keeps track of that for us, which Mm -hmm. makes it easier. But like, you know, on top of winning matches, we put more into who has the most kos. Would you argue that? I mean, I think we do. I I would
1: say that come the end of the night, someone will say that they have the most KOs and then someone else would say they have the most wins and then Brendan will just kind of sit there and cry.
0: <laughs> we gotta have a Smash 4 night soon because I gotta give you the fucking diggly donk. You're gonna get most KOs, me. Most dubs, me. Most Le'Veon Bell wins, dump. Uh, Mike is gonna sit there with his fucking frying pan flipping fucking pancakes until the day come home. That's not a saying.
1: That's not a saying.
0: It doesn't matter. This podcast is way too long at this point. Yeah. Um, but we need a fucking smash night soon because I need to give you the diggly dunk. The last thing about that Dom is a dirty fucking Ganondorf. And literally they, so then me and Dom always end up having a fucking little side skirmish about who has the most fucking meteor smashes or what we call them Spikes. Uh, and when Dom hits me with a Ganon Force Ganon Force ooh that's actually a pretty I'm gonna call him Ganon Force from now that on that's gonna be my new band name when Dom hits me with a fucking dare a down air meteor smash mm-hmm. fucking spike I literally feel it in my fucking chest it's like it's like it literally fucking hits me in the fucking chest
1: Ganondorf has moves that are that transcend the you know digital dimension wherever he is, and actually come out to the real world like when when his moves connect, no matter what move it is, you feel it, you really feel it. you're just like, oh, oh like you I don't know if you call it like some sort of spiritual presence, you just feel that kinetic energy it's a dark being power. transferred, yeah, that tri forces power it's yeah. uh he made the right choice
0: he he did. The closest thing in Smash that gets me sometimes is when you're Falcon and give me that fucking knee. That knee... The you knee, can feel yeah. the knee. But not like a Ganondorf down, even, down air. Even Falcon uh, Punch isn't as... No. Not even close. Like, there literally have been times where we've been playing and Dom has fucking annihilated me with a down air and I've literally fallen off the couch onto the floor.
1: It's It's happened multiple times to be perfectly frank.
0: But... Yeah, it's Smash 4. Ugh, I need some Smash in my life this weekend. Set up the fucking game room. Get some fucking Smashy Smash going. Um. So yeah, this episode has gone on quite long. Yeah. Quite a long one. Which is okay. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we're fucking... That's what they are. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to wrap up with, Mike? No. Alright, well, as always you can check out our website at www.ptcgaming.com check out that website um, follow us on social media at on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller and on Twitter at pass controller uh, make sure you hit us up, reach out um, if you have any questions you want to ask us or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or games you'd like us to play on the podcast shoot them our way um we'd be more than happy to interact with you guys and take some fan requests until next time